0: Number one, you're in error. You're in a place or position that is not considered right. Ecclesiastically, you're in a place that is not considered just. You're not being just when you start tripping or operating in error. Just folk, according to Romans 1 and 17, in part live by faith. So whenever I get out of that vein, I'm tripping. Whenever I stop thinking, talking, and doing according to the written and revealed will of God, I have entered into a state of error. And and some of us trip daily. You be tripping daily. Some of us allow minor things to cause us to get in the error, To stop thinking the way God told us to think. Talking the way he told us to talk. And it is imperative as children of God for us to strive not to be in error. we got to make it our business to, to strive not to be in error. And when we find ourselves out of the will of God, we need to be swift to repent. To repent means in a simple uh in simple terms, to just turn from unrighteousness or error to what is just or righteous. That's simple. And it's amazing because uh, some people start tripping based upon what they see. Yeah what you literally are looking at. What in your mind appears to be this, that, or the other. You start tripping about it. Whether it's something on paper, something close up, or something at a distance. You start looking, and when you start looking, you you start forming opinions, judgments, estimations about what you perceive to be this, that, or the other. So people that are fixated over what they see, are known for forming opinions about it. And sadly, some folks will will actually live by opinions. I don't think I need to do that. You ain't even looking at what the Word says. You just... Basing it upon what you see. Basing it upon an opinion you have formed. And so you start living by your opinion. Well, I don't think God really wants us to do what Pastor saying. I don't, I don't know, but I I just I just don't I just don't you know. I know he gave us a scripture, but you know, I got you. In my opinion, God can tell him something and tell me something, too. But God is not going to contradict himself. That, that, that's the reason he gives us scripture that really should cause us to see that God is a God of order Paul, Paul knew he had folk in the Corinthian church that were tripping that, that, had, that basically wanted to do what they felt like doing and Paul said look that ain't what you need to do you, you just need to imitate me as I imitate Christ Paul went trying to put himself on top shelf he put God on the top shelf and just told him, look, as, as I follow him, all I'm asking is, is you just follow me. If I'm thinking like he's thinking, you think like I'm thinking. Because, see, you have to be on a certain level to imitate God. But then when you start imitating God, you have to be to the point to where As a shepherd or as a mature person that you're able to tell others, whether they are mature or immature, how to follow you as you follow Christ. Because something God tells a mature person, he can't tell immature person without breaking it down. He may be able to tell you with one point, mature person. But when it comes to an immature person, it may be eight points. But he wants his word so clear to where, whether you're mature or immature, you will be able to understand what God desires. And, and one thing we want is to be in the will of God. Because the worst place to be, or the worst place to be, is out of the will of God. But the best place to be is in his will. And so I, I, I have to be careful when it comes to what I say. And let me tell you something. Seeing is a beautiful thing. Yeah. See, seeing is a beautiful thing. I love being able to look at certain things. And figuratively, you, seeing has to do with perception based upon our senses. And, and I love to, to smell certain things. Yeah. I, I say I love to smell of certain things. You love to smell Nice perfume, cologne, something on the stove. Oh, that's—I mean—that aroma, yeah. Oh, God, that smell like black-eyed peas and hog jaws. Good, God, that smell good. But he never gave us sight. In order for us to live by it. Because sight is limited. Literally in order for you to see certain things. You got to put on glasses. And some of us. We know there's no need in us getting A certain type of reading glass, like some of it, are, well, ain't no need of me looking at that 150, let me get 275. <laughs> because even with some reading glasses, you still can't see. You can't read, oh, Lord, have mercy there. Well, these 150s ain't working no more. Let me go back and get. And then sometimes glasses don't even work. You got to get binoculars. Yeah. Just depending, you have to use other things. What does that say to you? Or what should that be telling you? Your sight is limited. And, and see, this is the thing that you have to understand. It's not just you. Everybody's sight is limited. Even when it comes to what an x-ray reveals is limited. The only one that can see every single detail and know exactly what is taking place is God. Because an x ray machine was made by a person is limited. Because the bad report was wrote up by a person is limited. It has truth on it, but not the whole truth. In order to find not the whole truth, you have to consult Jesus. Why? Because he is the truth. According to John 14 and 6. Not only is he the truth, but he is the truth. According to John 8, 31 and 32, that'll make you free. You can be bound up, but here come Jesus to make you free you free. Look at somebody and say, Walker didn't say set free. He said make free. When the Lord makes you free, he uses his creative power. He uses power beyond your mind. You can't even imagine what God has in order to bring you out of the predicament that you done got yourself out of. And, and sometimes we'll get ourselves so wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up to where we try to find ways and still can't get out of our predicament. But God can speak one word in a service that will make you free. God can speak one word on your way to Atlanta that will cause you to experience deliverance in your Christ. Oh, can't nobody do you like Jesus? You better tell somebody, can't nobody, but nobody, but nobody, but nobody, but nobody do us like you can't get caught up in what you see or what you're perceiving based upon your senses. You thought you were smelling chicken, but it wasn't chicken. It was that pork that your wife had had froze in the the freezer and she had unthawed it and, and it was smelling like chicken, but it wasn't chicken. Even your senses will lie to you. And not just you. Your doctor, your lawyer, Your best friend. If they're human. They're limited. They're limited. And see Paul. Did not want. The saints at Corinth. To live life based upon sight. Man, do you know if you live your life based upon what you perceive, you will be up and down. You may or may not have a happy month. If you live your life based upon what you see in your pocket, (laughs) your bank account, you going to have a happy day. Now, now, now there are some folks, you hate to say it, but they, they are just negative all the time. And some are professional. You bet, Lord, every time I go in, he got some negative. So, do you know if you live your life based upon what a negative person says that you have that you pay to give you information. Looking good. I'm paying you. I've I been paying you for three years, and every time I come in here, you always put emphasis on the bad instead of the good. Every time I come in here. And you pay for that. I'm going to stop paying you. Because you, you caused me to look at what God said not to look at. Do you know God himself said whatever things are lovely and of a good report. Think on these, things. But if you're constantly looking at what is negative, and again, paying for it, what type of person are you going to be? I had to tell the physician, I said, look, it seems like every time I come to see you, you, you negative. Can you just, since I'm paying you, can you just start telling me the positive first and ask me if I want to hear the negative? That's what I told him. I said, because I'm paying you. Well, my insurance, you paying for that insurance some way or another. So you got a right to tell them what you want to hear. Because some of us are to the point to where we, we just don't want no negative stuff in our spirit. We, we know negative stuff is out there, but, but we're trying to stay Bible. Now, when God said, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ or whatever things are lovely of good report and so forth. Thank on these things, That's me right there. And if I got to listen to you and pay you, it's going to be you as long as I'm in the office or I'll find somebody else. See, some of y'all ain't ready for teaching like that. But if you're going to stay in the Word, you got to have that tight mindset. And you got to be able to speak it. And do it. You think, say, and do it. Why? It's the word. That's why. It's the word. As opposed to, law, we ain't going to be living by what we, we say. Because, see, folks that live by what? They see, make their problems bigger than God's promises. And you have saints that actually make what they're going through bigger than what God promised. I'm going through it financially. Yeah, but God promised you if you give him his tithes and his offering, he'll open up the window of heaven pour you out a blessing. You won't have room to receive. Man, it seems Ain, ain't nothing working out for me. That's because you are making your Situation bigger than the promise of God. You're not seeing that God is working. You're not seeing that He promised in Romans 8 and 28 all things work together for the good to those who love me, to those who are the call according. When you're a faith walker, you see stuff working, e- even though your problems are trying to be bigger than they really are. You see things working, and, and you, you're turning in victory, even though your problem's telling you you ain't going to have no victory. You leaping for joy, even though your problem's trying to make you sad. Oh, I ain't got nobody happy but a few folks, seemingly. But say to your neighbor, you can never allow anything or anybody to be bigger than God and his promises. Because the Bible tells us all of the promises of God in him are yes. And in him, amen. God will put so be it on your situation. He'll put so be it or let it happen on your situation. God will be working on what your doctor can't see working on. If your doctor is not a faith walker, your doctor can't see that God is working on your situation 24-7. Your doctor be talking down about this, that, and the other, but you're getting happy in the office because God told you before you even got there that He was going to do it. Seating abundantly above all oh, that you ask or think. Look at somebody one more time and tell, Can, nobody, but nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do you like. Whoa, y'all got to get happy about it. Tell somebody else, Can, nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do you like. Have to be to the point to where you never allow what you're going through to be bigger than your God. We got an awesome God. We got to get you to praise. You are an awesome God. God, I ask you in the midst of your problems, is it anything too hard for me? Walker, is it anything you can put on the table that I can't do? Walker, then I show up and show out the last time and I told you through Malachi Malachi three and six that I changed not I'm gonna show up this time too, Walker. I'm gonna show up even if it's if and if it's the last minute. I'm gonna show up and do what I promise because all of my promises. Oh yes. God, the only person when folks say, time I ran out, he'll still show up. And open the book, they'd unclose and give you exactly what he promised. And so Paul told the church, he he said, look, listen to this. He said, the things that you see. They're temporary He didn't want them tripping over temporary things. but but see some of us we are known for tripping over something that has limited. Something that may put up a good fight for six months. Maybe even put up a good fight for two years, three months, two days, four hours, 16 minutes and three seconds. <laughs> you got to understand that the things you see are limited and stop tripping. It don't look good Mr. Walker but it is gonna be good cause I'm a child of God and all things work out for the good for me I'm not no sinner dog you got to understand I'm on a completely different level God done already told me he gonna do for me what I have not seen (laughs) doctor you telling me what you see but let me tell you God gonna do what your eyes have never seen (laughs) say to your neighbor it takes something to be a faith walker Because you got to believe what a machine says can't happen. You got to believe what a professional says can't happen. And then you got to turn in victory about it. Even though you ain't feeling victory. You ain't seeing victory. You ain't experiencing victory. You're just living by faith. And faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. And faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God folks be asking you why are you so happy I done heard what's going to happen this year I done heard what God getting ready to do I done heard what God getting ready to manifest in my life and it done put some pep in my step it done Say to somebody, I'm happy about what I heard. And the reason I'm happy about what I heard is because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of. By it, the elders obtained a good testimony. Ella White was in in the hospital for weeks but came out with a good testimony Ella Thomas barely could move but showed us that he had a new testimony, a testimony that caused him to run say to your neighbor one more time, can't Nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do you like the things that you see things that you experience are temporary and that's got to be your mindset see see because some folks Look at what they see or perceive by their senses. And they stop living. They enter into a state to where they're just waiting on stuff to happen. Well, I'm just waiting. He said such and such is going to happen. And you waiting on what somebody told you was going to happen to happen. Jesus didn't come for you to wait on it to happen. John 10.10 says the thief comes not but for the steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and that more abundant. When they give you a bad report, don't stop living. When it didn't work out the way you expected it to work out. Don't stop living. When you didn't get what you were expecting to get at the time you were expecting it. Don't stop living. Never allow something or somebody to dictate to you how your life should be. Yeah, bad things happen. But that does not mean you ought to stop living. Especially when Jesus told you that he came, that you might have some life. Get a bad report. Do like David. Get up, take a bath, get you something to eat. Go to the house of God and give God the praise with your breath, with your hands, with your legs, with your whole body. Say to your neighbor, I'm going through something right now, if it be true. But I still got to give him the praise. I still got to turn the victory. I still got to leap for some joy. Because what I'm going through, what I'm experiencing, is just temporary. I'm expecting a miracle. I know what they're talking about but I'm expecting God to give me a miracle. God, I do the impossible for him. And there's nothing wrong with you expecting the impossible. Jesus himself said, with God, all things are possible. But get this, to him that believes to the faith walk. We've had many patients, Mr. Walker, that they didn't make it through here. Were they faith walkers? Were there folks that believe every word that proceeds from the mouth of God? Was it folks that go to church to hear what God has to say and then apply it to their thoughts? Their words and their deeds. It's a distinction between a regular person and a faith walker. It's the reason the Bible calls out names when it comes to faith walkers. By faith, Enoch. By faith, Abraham. didn't talk about all of the folks that showed up to Jesus service. It just talked about the woman with the issue of blood that showed up at the service with some faith. Say to your neighbor you got to come to the church as a faith walk. If I can just touch the hem of his garment. I know they are up there touching right now but I got some faith and if I Touch the hem of his gone. Gotta be a faith walker. You can't walk by what's temporary. And these things be fighting you, but you gotta still have in your mind, this is just temporary. Some things want to keep you in the bed. Some things want to make you feel this way and that way. But you got to say, this thing is temporary. You got to speak to your problems. Speak to your situation. Solomon said in Proverbs 18 and 21, Death and life are in the power of the time things is trying to hinder you. You got to kill them with your mouth. You got to put the word on things. Will it work? It worked on the devil. Jesus put a whipping on the devil, not with a fist, with his tongue. Put the word on the devil with his tongue. And the devil had to go. Oh, the devil had rounds with Jesus, but every round Jesus won, and then he just put it on, and Satan had to go. And then James understood what happened, and he penned in James 4, 6, and following: Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil, and he has to go. He has to flee. but then he dropped something on them that even Christians have a hard time grasping or receiving. He said, but the things we don't see, those are eternal. What you don't see is continuous, repetitive, unending. That, that we, those of us that have been saved for years, we, we can go back to the 80s. And say, God brought me out of that f- financial predicament in 88. Come on, 92. Brought me out of another financial predicament in 92. Come on here. 2000. God just decided to drop so much on me. To where I would never have to worry about a financial predicament. Woo! I thought y'all were going to help. I thought y'all were going to help. What am I showing you? a continuous blessing eternal always happening how many times has god delivered you from sickness how, how many times have god did something for you that folks just couldn't believe how many times have, have we heard God moving for Elder Thomas? Mother Sarah. Gina May. And take. How many times has God showed up and did the impossible for Deacon Tarver and he get to shout while he taking the oath? Or Deacon oh, he get to doing his a brother candy man how many times has God showed us that he is eternal eternal equates unchanging Malachi said it God changes not then the Hebrew writer said in Hebrews 13 and 8 Jesus Christ the same yesterday today and forever God has never changed So Terry started preaching it before I even got up here God is unbelievable Change. How can Pastor just preach a word and it's always relevant? It ain't pastor. It's bigger than pastor. It's God. God is unchange. She's always a good MC. How does she do it? It ain't her. It's God. He always does a good job with that offer. It ain't him. It's God. God is on. Change The praise team is always hidden. Why? It ain't the praise team. It's God. God is unchanged. And, and, and I tell folks stuff, and, and, and if you are not a faith walker, you, you'll think that, I, that, that I'm not really telling a person what they need to hear. Sometimes people come to me that, that I know their history to a degree. And they said, "Well, Pastor, I'm going through such and such. I, I need you to pray." And I just say to them, "Is well." And the reason I'll say is well, I know their history with God, and if God changes not what He did for them the last time, oh y'all on the same page with me, He'll do it again. So I just simply say, "It is well." Why is it why? It seems like Pastor he just ignorant. No, he ain't ignoring you. He just telling you based upon what God did the last time. He gonna do it this time. But if you're not a faith walker, you'll be like, "Why, wonder why Pastor didn't pray for me. He just said as well. Pastor agreed with you that what God did the last time. He gonna do it this time. And if it come up again, he gonna do it a again. Yeah, right. He's unchanging. He's eternal. But you have to be mature because cause if God can deliver you from a headache and then you experience something greater than a headache does that mean God has limited power? He can't deal with something else, something bigger than a headache? He has all what? If he delivered you from the migraines. And it ain't your time to go. He going to deliver you from the cancer. That's the reason Jesus would say things like this. When When a person was going through something horrendous. And even his apostles learned to say it. This sickness is not unto death, but to the glory of God. There are some sicknesses that that God will allow to be the same thing, to be the thing that usher you in to heaven, at least from an earthly standpoint but we know once you get to heaven you're going to be healed in the crystal river but there are some things that that hit you it may have took out 75 other folk but God will look at it and say this is not unto death I ain't done with you yet you done forgot what I told you I was going to do for you in 2022 of that bed and get to work because I am not done with you yet but in order for you to understand that you gotta be a faith walker when I went through something in my body and the doctor gave me this report I said well God do I need to tell such?" he said I don't want you to tell nobody You tell nobody. I don't want you to tell nobody. I just want you to to believe me and watch my hand. And when the time comes, it's going to be used for my glory. Because I need you to tell, tell, tell the doctor that you can't die yet because I ain't done with you. And when you are a faith walker, you know God done told you he was going to do this, that, and the other for you. You have to tell that you can't take me. Because God done already told me what he was going to use me to do. See, that's too heavy for some of y'all right now. But again, Jesus would show up, everybody else. Would, oh, he he it's over. No, no, this ain't unto death. This is for the glory of God. Even when you're going through sickness, if you would listen, you you will hear God tell you this ain't unto death. I'm gonna raise you up, I'm gonna bring you out. The way I brought you out the last time. Even when you're going through financial despair, God will tell you, look, you're going to come up and you're going to have more money in a year than you done had all your life. says nothing he can do, God will show up and say, you know what, I'm going to put my hand on you and I'm going to do what a doctor or nobody else can do and let them know I am God. Why? Because I'm not John with you. I told you, you're going to have to be mature to hear teaching and preaching that's going to come forth this year. But before I go any further, are you receiving? We don't look at the things that are seen because they are temporary. We look at the things that are not seen because they are eternal. They're unchanging. They're continuous. They're repetitive. They keep happening over and over and over over again. I got a history that's, that smiles long with what God has done for me. I can, I can go back to the, to the 70s and, and, and talk to y'all about stuff. But, but I ain't like some of the old saints that only had two or three testimonies. that they could, I could tell you thousands of things because my God is repetitive. He'll do it again and again. And again and so we have to recognize that when it comes to what we need to look at we need to look at that which is unchanging that which has no end and I want to take you to three scriptures and I'm going to be done Lord have mercy y'all ready Matthew 24 things that are eternal we're going to look and I want you to recognize based upon the verse that it is eternal Matthew 24 35 y'all got to stay with me now Jesus said heaven and earth will pass away but my words will by no means pass Pass. away. Walker, ain't no way you gonna die and I done told you you wouldn't. Ain't no way. That's his word. He, He wasn't just talking about what he said in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Jesus is the word written and revealed. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. That's John 1 and 1 and following. But it goes on to say, in John 1, everything that was made was made by him or the word. And without him was nothing made that was made. Then in John 1 and 14, it says, and the word became flesh. Flesh in one sense equates an example for others to follow. Jesus showed up to show forth a pattern for his disciples to walk by. Paul understood it even though he was not an original, one of the the original 12. But he knew Jesus showed up to be a pattern for Christians to walk by. That's the reason in 1 Corinthians 11 and 1, he said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. I'm going to imitate the one that showed up to be an example. And y'all just follow me as I follow him. Heaven and earth shall pass. But not was written, not was revealed. God told you he was gonna bless you, and you stay in the vein you're supposed to be in. Blessings gonna come your way. No, nobody or nothing can stop. Lose a job, he's still gonna do it. God will bless you with more than your job can bless you with. Or your two jobs. I had two jobs. I had one job, this job at the church that was paying me $25 a week. I didn't quit that $25 a week job. I was happy to get that $25 a week. I make more than $25 a week now, though. But I was making $25 a week at the church. Had a side gig, a business. Running rope, the machine. Y'all see my foot up like that? I had to put it on the pedal for for it to get on one of these little spools, and so I would mash it. Sometimes I could just put it to the floor. Let it run fast. But sometimes, depending on the rope, I had to, well, let me just run a little bit. I'm going to be here all night because this is going to be a slow process. Work 40 50 hours a week, running rope, take it down there and come back with $182. That 182 and 25 added up. But when you look at my life, my life did not say I was just making $227 a week. Because God was steady, blessing, but He was showing me. I want you to see that I can do that. I can do more than your job or jobs, because I was working too, or doing. And He did it. He did it. And all of this was just part of the process. You just give me what I told you and you watch my word come to fruition. Heaven and earth shall pass, not his word, not his word, not his word. He going to do exactly what his word says he will do. That's the reason you never make a person or a thing more important than God's word. Heaven and earth shall, your company may shut down, but not God's word. The person that you've been with for years may leave you at midnight. But not God. Do you hear me? God will not leave you. Don't forsake you. Can we take it further? Let's go to Psalm 106. Y'all stay with me. Psalm one oh six and one. That's where we're going. You there? We're looking at what's eternal. And we know first that God's word is what? Eternal. Heaven and earth shall, but not hills. But notice Psalm 106 and 1. Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Why? He is good. Is that true? But then he says his mercy endures forever. Walker, you ain't making but 227 a week, but I'm gonna bless you and folk gonna think you making a thousand a week. Walker, you getting $25 from the church a week. But when folk look at you, they gonna think the church is dropping a grand on you. What was he doing? He was showing forth his his mercy, his goodness, his compassion. I know you have a desire and you don't have the money to get it, but I'm God. I'm going to do it. Fight it. What is that? Mercy. Mercy is not just God forgiving you for this, that, and the other. Mercy is when God sees your faithfulness and decides to do for you what you can't do for yourself. And he blesses you. And and look at the verse again. His mercy is eternal. It endures forever and nobody can stop it folks try to stop it God knows that that you don't have the money he knows that this that and the other is taking place in your life and he tells you to go look for this that and the other he gonna bless you with it and you go fill out application and folks there's no way because you don't have such, such 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 and such and such but then God turns around And he does it. What is that? His mercy. It was true your credit was jacked up. It was true you didn't have the money. But his mercy. His mercy. You'll be surprised the folk that are driving things right now. The only reason they got it is his mercy. His mercy. It wasn't because you had a bunch of money. It was because of his mercy. His mercy endures forever. Forever. You hear me? Forever. He'll be good to you forever. they saying that you ain't going to make it, but you are going to make it because of my mercy. His mercy endures how long? Forever. Last scripture. Psalm 34 and 19. Y'all good people. You listening? Yeah. Alright. Psalm 34. And 19. Many. Are the afflictions. Of the righteous. Praying folk. Fasting folk. Folk who give God all the glory, honor, and praise. Going to have how many afflictions? She stay in church all the time. That girl always going through something. Well, that's Bible. That's Bible. But don't talk about how she always going through something. Talk about how God always bring her out. She done been through one thing after another. Poor child. No, she ain't poor child. That child of God. Because everything she has went through has turned out to be a blessing. Look at this verse and claim it as yours. Look at this. And watch how it's eternal. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him or her. Get this. Out of what? Oh. Every folks say, well, she died with such a she may that may be the case on this side. But she gotta get her deliverance because of the promise. The eternal promise. He gonna deliver them out of how many? Oh. And some people have to wait till they get to the other side to get that deliverance. But deliverance is gonna come. And you tell folks stuff like that, it just blows their mind. You know why? They don't understand nor know scripture. Everything you go through, God going to deliver you. And guess what? If He not done with you down here, if it ain't your appointment, he's going to do it right here. Right here. You can be on your bed and they say you got two days to live. But if God ain't done with you and you know he ain't done with you and you're not giving in to what folk are saying, You coming up. You going to be like the man that, that, that was going through and they dropped him down through the roof of a house. And he got up. Why? Because God is not done with you. Many are the what? But the Lord delivers his children, the righteous. Do you understand why you're different? Do you understand why you can't look at what happened to a sinner and think the same is going to happen to you? You are a child of God. You are a faith walker. Amen? I'm done. Let's give God a big hand of praise for his word.